Your favorite place in Indiana? My favorite place is where I live in Bloomington, Indiana. It's a great place. It's an academic town. There's always a lot of things to do. Love it there. This is Ag Bioscience. Welcome and thanks for joining. I'm Mitch Frazier, President and CEO of Agrinovus Indiana. This is the podcast where we explore all things Ag Bioscience, the people, the products, and innovations across food, animal health, plant science, and ag tech. Our guest today is a prolific investor who has pioneered tech transfer operations at universities around the globe, including Purdue, Northwestern, Cambridge, and now Indiana University. Her unique experiences working with entrepreneurs as a board member, investor, and advisor have shaped her view of the market, and she joins us today. Welcome, Managing Director of Indiana University Ventures, Terry Willey. Terry, Thanks, Mitch. welcome to Ag Bioscience. Thank you. It is good to see you again, friend. It's nice to see you. So you have more than three decades of experience operating at this intersection of academia, venture capital, technology. Share with us more about the story that is Terry and how you went from the Midwest to the UK and now back to the Midwest again. Okay. I don't know how interesting this is actually, <laughs> but... I, I started my career in research for an animal health company, and my job was experimental design for animal growth promotants and ionophore feed additives and porcine somatotropin. Um, and I really loved the intersection of math and biology, and that was how I ended up there. But in the course of doing that, I met somebody who was trying to get our chemical company involved in venture and hmm. looking to small companies and universities for ideas that we could develop in our company. And that's really how I got started in the vocation that I'm in now. And part of my job evolved into being uh, somebody who went to universities and small companies to look at some of their innovations to see if those were things we might license in to our company and develop further. And Terry, your career, I mean, just incredible. I think you're one of the few people I've ever met who have connections, let me see if I get this right, to four Indiana universities. You've worked at Purdue, you went to Notre Dame, you've went to, or you taught at Notre Dame, you went to Indiana State, and now you're at Indiana University. You have just incredible work. You worked up in Chicago, you pioneered a whole new arm in Cambridge. Help us understand, what's this next chapter? of tech transfer. I mean, you, you've, you've really been a pioneer in tech transfer and academic entrepreneurship. What's the next chapter going to look like? I think it, I hope it will be a chapter where academic institutions and companies take a holistic approach. Yeah. So really continuing to focus on what's the best way to make sure that this result of research or scholarly activity has the greatest impact on society. Sometimes that'll be the true and tried way of, of uh, publication, getting the word out, educating great students who go out into the world. And but more and more, it'll be industry collaborations with options to commercialize. It'll be getting engaged with investors earlier, like IU is doing with RA Capital, in that RA Capital is sponsoring research with an investigator's laboratory. If they hit the milestones, then they'll form a company and commercialize and go forward. Awesome. Help. They, they find the EIR or startup CEO to get it going. And 
life science is risky. It's hard to get right. So this type of model is going to be really, really important going forward. And kudos to the ICO, our tech transfer program at IU for shepherding that in at, at our institution. Well, you have so many assets on the balance sheet. When you look at Indiana University, nation's largest medical school, tremendous schools across business, life science, so many, so many areas of innovation. And now with IU Ventures, your university affiliated fund, nearly 20 companies, I believe, in the portfolio today. Share with us more about your investment thesis and and what you're doing with the innovation that you're really fueling at yeah. IU. We actually have close to 60 companies in our oh, wow. portfolio now. About, yeah, 24 in the Indiana Philanthropic Venture Fund, which was the fund we launched in 2018. We're still actively managing a portfolio of 15 out of the Innovate Indiana Fund, which okay. was started in 2010, is now fully invested. And we also have an angel network portfolio. So these not are, are not investments that we make, but we convene investors and we have over a hundred in that network and it's growing like crazy. And Jason Whitney is amazing in leading that and and more. And then we also have a small portfolio of investments in student spinouts. We have okay. a shoe, something called the shoebox fund that we manage. And again, that's very focused on student experience and a chance for students to get a proof of concept type investment through a safe agreement agreement to you know, help them build their company. So our, our but you talked me you asked me about the investment thesis. And in many ways, we're a very traditional seed investor. Okay. We're investing in a way that anybody would that has limited partners they need to make a return for. We look at the, we look at management. We look at whether this is a deal we could syndicate well with experts in that sector that we're investing in. And this is especially important because we are generalists, mm-hmm. so we're not sector specific. And we look at return on investment, but where we're different is that we also look at returns to our state, to our academic institution, what it does for our environment and our community to support this type of entrepreneurial endeavor. These are really important criteria. We look at diversity of the management team and the governance of the company because we believe and is supported by a growing body of evidence that uh, inclusive leaders with diverse teams make better products, perform better, create better returns for their investors. So these are the types of things that we're focusing on. And not like every other fund, it needs to be IU related. So that means it's either intellectual property that's being commercialized in the spin out, or there is an IU alum, student, faculty, or staff founder. And we see hundreds of opportunities that meet that criteria. It really is this intersection. We often talk about the intersection of good and well, right? Mm-hmm. There's this this idea that people will come together to do good. The philanthropic fund, I think, is a great example of people coming together to do good. They want to see things grow, but good has a shelf life. And when well, when economics are at play, good can be durable, right? This yeah. intersection of when people can do well, they can also do good at the same time. And Tara, I love, I mean, truly, this has been your career, whether it's Chicago, Cambridge, Purdue, IU. I want to talk more about the the pieces of IU Ventures that really help these young companies grow. There's capital that you mentioned, but this is more than just writing checks, right? It is. In fact, most of our time goes into things other than making the financial investment. Now, that's a that's a critical aspect. We spend a lot of time and effort on doing a good investment case. We learn a lot doing that, and it informs us about how to to put our money to work and where else we need resources. 
But one of the gating factors is talent, and especially that founding CEO that is a good match for the scientific founder. That's a critical success factor. That is not easily done. So that's one of the things that we focus on. The other thing is other money syndication. So this is another critical success factor. Uh, you know, for every dollar that we invest, we have, you know, thousands, hundreds of thousands that follow. That is an early indicator that we're on the right track. Sure. But it also helps us achieve one of our other objectives, which is bringing more resources into the state of Indiana. We have over 60 limited partners who, when they invested with us, invested in Indiana companies for the first time. Oh, that's great. And and we think that's great. And we want them to have a good experience, of course. So this doing well is really important. If they don't do well, I don't think they'll see this as a place to come back to. Agreed. But they are doing well. And so I think that's really, really important. So other money and talent is a really big deal. And more and more with the IEDC and TechPoint and Bio Crossroads and your program, we are also trying to make sure we're leveraging important aspects of that. All companies now have to be, you know, cybersecurity certified, and we're looking at ways we can leverage resources in the state to put our have make sure our companies have a step up in that area. So important, and it, it is really interesting as you talk about the different varieties, the verticals that the companies operate in. IU Ventures connected to the Ag Biosciences. We've seen the B Corp, a Bloomington-based company doing some amazing work. Ellie Sims mm-hmm. serves on the Agronovus board, just an incredible leader. Plant-based ice cream company, Sacred Serve, really interesting. Civic Champs, who just won our Love Hunger that. Tech Innovation Challenge. Really excited what Gung and his team are doing. How do you think about Ag Bioscience as part of the IU Ventures portfolio? Yeah, because we're generalists, um, we, we just look to see what's coming through our pipeline. We certainly encourage folks to talk to us if they think they have an idea. And we are seeing a growing number of food-related opportunities, especially through our angel network, where you're not looking at this traditional intellectual property-based startup or spin out of the university, you're usually looking at an alumni entrepreneur who sees a niche in the market and is really interested in filling it. So we see that with Sacred Serve, which is the ice cream company that you talked about, which is part of our angel network. You'll, you you know, watch this space for a company called Little Bucks, okay. Little Bucks, Buckwheat Company. That's really, really interesting. Mm. Also um, part of our angel network pipeline. So that's really great. Uh, but we we look at those companies like we would other companies in making the investment case. You know, do we have the right management team? Can they attract the talent and the funding that they need? Um, do they have enough of a barrier of to, of entry? And so it's a different type of business model right. where brand and business model are absolutely critical. Um, do, can we find syndication partners that really know this space, like Cleveland Avenue? Right. You know, Correct. which is so Good great point. that they're active in Indiana. So that's how we're thinking about it. A lot like we would any other portfolio company, but understanding we need to have co-investors and talent that really know the space. One other company in our portfolio that is in this area is InCamp. Oh, sure. You know, with environmental yeah. regulation, which applies to a lot of really important ag companies. And right. they're a they're a rock star company. Incredible. And if they just closed another round recently, right? They did. They did. And we were very early stage investors in in camp in, in our, a safe agreement even before high alpha 
And so we followed them all along and we've been investing as we go. But in this latest round, we participated in a secondary, meaning that we went ahead and took some of our money back out of the company at a nice multiple, yeah, great. but left more than half of our investment in um, going forward with the company, which is great for us because one other interesting thing about the Indiana Philanthropic Venture Fund is it's an evergreen fund. So any equity realizations go back into the fund for reinvestment. So it's a way for us to continue to stay with one of our top set companies through their evolution because not only represents a chance for a return, but a chance to work with great co-investors and it's always a learning environment, right? But it also gives us a chance to take that return and invest in three or four more companies. It's awesome. That flywheel continues to it spin, is. right? The piece that I love is we look at food. You mentioned food and uh, Sacred Serve as being, being mm -hmm. one of those companies. Food is such an important part of the Indiana ag bioscience economy. $29 billion of the $52 billion of revenue generated in Indiana come from the value-added food and nutrition industry. Just staggering. And now we start to look at what's the moat, right? What What's the moat? What's different here in Indiana? And I think one of the assets that have, have really not been fully realized is the connection between food and human health. And the team at IU is so well positioned on the human health component, in addition to the food component, home to the nation's largest medical school, really a strong track record of generating innovations in human health. How do you see human health and these food innovations really starting to come together to create something differentiated here in Indiana? Yeah. One of the areas is having healthcare professionals and researchers who serve as advisors to these mm. companies who are on their scientific advisory boards, who are on their clinical advisory boards as we start to look more and more at food as medicine. And I think that's a wonderful evolution. And I think that's always the first step. Sometimes it's the first step with any kind of spin out is you want those potential founders to participate as advisors or directors of companies to get a window and to get a feel for how it is. And I think that's one of the important steps for us is making sure that the experts that we have in our midst are lending their expertise to these things. I think that'll be an important aspect. Uh, without a doubt. I think that you know with the young companies, one of the biggest challenges they have is connecting to customers and having those really smart medical professionals, you know, whether it's a nutraceutical company or whether it's a plant-based ice cream company, ha having that connectivity into the science as well into the consumer is so, so incredibly important. Terry, we have time for one more question. And this one, I I am really excited to hear your view of. You have such a such a wind in the sail of what's happening at IU Ventures. So what's next? What's the next chapter of IU Ventures look like? Well, we've always been focused on Indiana, though we work across the country because we're leveraging the brains of our alumni and so forth. But you'll see even more emphasis on Indiana and our opportunity to really impact the economic health of our communities through making sure that we are doing best practice investing. We've, like I said, we've always had a focus on that. That was recognized in, at the 2021 Mirror Awards when we were named Investor of the Year because of our contribution to the Indiana ecosystem in venture. But we are constantly looking at ways and how can we take what we have and have a greater impact. So I think that's where you'll you'll see some some new things. 
Uh, we are looking forward to it. Terry, thanks for your leadership. She's Terry Willie, Managing Director of IU Ventures. Terry, it has just been a real delight. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And thank you for tuning in to Ag Bioscience. Get the latest Ag Bioscience news and insights from discussions just like this by subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget, while you're there, you can always access our entire library of archived episodes. And you can always learn more online at agronobusindiana.com. On behalf of the entire Agronovus team, I'm Mitch Frazier saying thanks for listening. We look forward to seeing you real soon. This podcast is a product of Agronovus Indiana in collaboration with Inside Indiana Business. Hosted by Mitch Frazier. Panel episodes by Gary Dick. Produced by Kayla Chittister and Fabian Rodriguez. Photography by Kaylee Kerr. To get all ag bioscience news all the time, visit agronovusindiana.com. Yeah.